Hello everybody, it is Tuesday, June 8th, and can y'all guess where I still am? Yep, still in California. Not that I'm complaining, although I do kind of miss my own bed, but you know, otherwise, <laughs> it's been fantastic. So, um, there's been several times that when I've done a podcast, people have come and asked me just random questions, like I didn't know this, or I didn't know that. And so I thought it would be fun to do just kind of like a Q&A type thing um, where I have Miss Sally Stevenson, the fantastic mother of the lovely Sydney you guys heard last week. And she is going to ask whatever kind of questions she has thought of that might make it easier for people to understand um, how blind people live and interact and go about their daily lives. So, what's up, Sally? Hi, how's it going? <laughs> and yes, folks, she is always this cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had you around for more than a week. Of course I'm cheerful. Oh, jeez, We've I figured you'd so be in much tears. Fun. It has been fun. Oh, it's, my gosh. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it has been a lot of fun. And I'm sure you've learned a lot and kind of seen a lot, especially with as much as work as Garmin has been doing. So um, before we get started, I do have a question for you. I know you guys were kind of, uh, didn't know if he would pass. <laughs> so seeing him work, what is that like after raising him? Oh my gosh, he is so focused. He's so protective. He's so snoringly loud. Yes. <laughs> um, it is, it's really cool to, to watch him work with you and just partner with you because he just stares at you like, you know, like the, the proud uh, partner that you are. And he just is always looking for you anytime that he, you know, is uh, hanging out with me or something like that. He's always looking to find out where you are. Um, and it's just, it's really neat to see you guys working together. Um, and you guys just compliment each other. You're just perfect. Yeah, we are a good team. Not going to lie. <laughs> and I've said it before and I will say it again. He is as happy and loving and wonderful as the environment he was raised in. You know, dogs dogs pick up on people and they take on our personalities and our emotions and our feelings and and you know you can tell what kind of household he was raised in just by how he behaves and how caring and and careful and loving he is so thanks for that you're so welcome he was easy he made it he made it super easy and we did love having him around and and it was a happy environment so I'm glad we can pass that all along to you yeah. And thanks for coming to visit. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for letting me extend it. Wow. Longer than expected. Um, one second. I have to check something real quick. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, technical difficulties, folks. Huh. Anyways. So, what do you got for me, Sally? We had some discussion in the car last night about some stuff that you guys, you and Sydney, uh, were kind of wondering about and kind of like, huh. So what do you got for me? Hmm, like I never thought about that. Um, 
Well, I think really just spending so much time together, going so many places. The the first thing I want to say is just um, how, how amazing I think you are. And I will get emotional because it's really very true how hard, you know, you've said on some of your podcasts how exhausted you are at the end of the day. And it is so evident how hard that you do need to work just to do everyday things. Um, And so we talked, uh, we talked a lot about just things that we would never think about, you know, being sighted people. And, and now you, you know, I've started to notice things kind of from your perspective and point things out and get mad about things and go, what the heck were they thinking? Obviously they weren't designing it for, you know, someone who has a difficult, difficulty seeing. Um, And I think one of the things that, that we really talked about is just, um, as we, as, as sighted people come upon people that we know, either we see them with a seeing eye dog or we see them with a cane, um, in a store or in line at the bank or at the supermarket. And one of the things I think that, that really struck us is how do we, um, you know, if we are taking the time to, you know, have a conversation or connect with somebody. A lot of times we do that through, um, you know, commenting on something they're wearing or making eye contact with them and right. just starting a, a benign conversation. And so one of the things we were just saying is how do we, um, you know, address you, get your attention, let you know we're speaking to you um, because we're all very careful with, you know, touching people or scaring people, you know, but I think we were joking, you know, we can't really just say, Hey, blind lady, <laughs> I'm talking to you. Excuse me. Um, I, and so I, I think that was kind of a jumping off point is just, if we do want to connect, what's the best and most respectful way that we can do that? I really think, especially if the person has the, has a dog, um, the easiest way is to say, excuse me, ma'am, with the beautiful dog is, you know, and then go from there. Is there anything I can help you with? Do you need any assistance? You know, whatever. Um, the cane, you know, you can't really compliment that. But um, you could just say, like, um, excuse me. Oh, Jesus. Well, hopefully they know what color clothes they're wearing. But, you know, um, sir in the blue shirt or, you know, something like that. Um a lot of times, if you lightly touch their shoulder, it's not terrible. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to throw an elbow at you for that. Now, you grab their arm, you know, you're setting yourself up for that. Um, but, yeah, just typically, and, and, you know, having the dog makes it so much easier because he is definitely an easy conversation starter, you know. Um, but the, the, the biggest struggle is, you mentioned, like, at the bank, you know, in lines... He, I have to know when the line moves to tell him to go because, you know, he, he doesn't do anything without a command, typically. Typically. Um, so I have to, like, know when the line moving. And so to have the person behind just kindly say, you know, miss the line is moving or, you know, something like that. Um, the problem is a lot of times people don't recognize, especially the cane, and they just kind of go, <clears throat> or, you know, something rude like that. Um, as long as as long as long you use a kind tone of voice, you can approach anybody, though, you know? Just don't be a jerk. <laughs> right, right. And, and what uh, advice would you have for 
like cashiers or people like that because one of the other things you said is, is is or we talked about is people being so busy sometimes they don't even see your dog right you know let alone again a, a cane right of, of what you know what training or advice do you have for cashiers or bank tellers or you know things like that that could make a difference in your life or in another sighted you know a, another person who has trouble seeing I think so I realize that it's probably not realistic to expect whichever teller is up next to come out and get me. I, I get that. But there's always that like lady when you first walk in that's trying to get you to where you need to go. I don't understand why she wouldn't be able, or he, sorry, wouldn't be able to, you know, get me up to the line. But they never do. They never ask. They never offer. They, they usually just point. <laughs> the line's over there. Um, you know, so people really just need to slow down. They need to slow down and take time. And and think about it this way. If your grandmama was going to the bank, how and, you know, disabled or not, elderly folks, fall in, we fall in the same category. And so would you want your grandmama being treated like that? You know, just rudely or... Um, inconsiderately you know and it's, it doesn't even have to be we just need to have more consideration for everybody as a whole but if we slow down and realize that you know people need a little bit of extra help without making that person feel stupid by being rude you know I, and and it's a it's a hard balance I think because some people are definitely more touchy uh than others you know but I really think that I know that you can go to some grocery stores and go to like the customer service thing and you can have somebody come and help you do your shopping and stuff like that. But that's kind of uncomfortable, you know, because it's, it's usually some teenage kid that's just, you know, making their minimum wage. And so I realized that a lot of businesses try, kind of. Um, but there's definitely ways that they could step up their game a little bit just by, just by having somebody willing to assist. Yeah. And that was the other thing that, that we talked about is, is that sometimes I think people just avoid, you know, whether it be people with a seeing eye dog or a cane or, um, things like that is, is it's just, they're afraid of being awkward. They're afraid of saying the wrong thing. They're afraid of offending, right. you know, um, offering to help and making it seem like, you know, that person isn't capable of doing it. And, and I, you know, talked to you and said to you, like, I love spoiling <laughs> you and I love treating you, you know, as the princess that you are when you're here with me. So I tend to wait on you and I tend and I, but I do that from a place of love right. versus from a place of you can't do it yourself because right. I know how capable you are and I've seen everything that you and Garmin can do and you can do it all. But like you say, it's exhausting. So when you're on vacation, you know, I do like to, um, you know, to spoil you a little bit more, but, um, you know, is there any, again, advice of just how we can better, um, engage or approach people without, like you said, making them feel stupid or not even so much stupid, but just incapable I think maybe the easiest way would be, especially if it's somebody that you don't know, you know, we, 
when we were in Ross, I think you handled that perfectly. Um, what happened, folks, is there was a lady that was obviously visually impaired uh, across from us, and she had somebody with her, not sure if they were from the store or just somebody that was with her, but they weren't being very helpful. And what you said was, just so you know, I'm here if you need any help. And, you know, that's letting them know, okay, I can feel comfortable asking, but this person's not being pushy and assuming that I can't do it myself. Because, number one, depending on your vision, I don't know if anybody else is standing there that I could ask for help. Um, so just saying, you know, just so you know, I'm, I'm here, and if you need anything, please let me know. My name is Sally, or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that was, that's the best for me. Any of my fellow blindos, if you have a better way or another way that you prefer to be approached, definitely let me know because I can only speak for myself and I don't want to assume that everybody is the same as me um, because they're definitely not. Uh, so I think... Again, it all goes back to kindness. It just goes, everything goes back to kindness. People just need to be kind. And, you know, I've known visually impaired folks that, you know, have been offered help and they get snarky. They do. And that's on them. And it sucks that they're that way. But a lot of times, especially if it's, <laughs> sadly to say, if it's somebody that's recently lost their sight, they tend to be more stubborn. And more like, no, I can do it myself. Leave me alone. Go away, you know. Because it's more of a traumatic thing. And, and it does. It causes stubbornness. Um, I still have a hard time asking for help. And I'm 45. I, I don't like asking for help. I want to do stuff for myself. Um, but I also have to know my limitations. And I have to be able to ask for help. It is harder when you're in public and it's strangers. Um because people, they don't, I, I've even said, you know, can you help me? I can't see this. Well, can't you get glasses? <laughs> Gee, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, where can I get those? <laughs> like, do you know where I could get some of those? I'm, I, and, and I guess it's not intentionally being rude, but that's really kind of a stupid comment. I mean, it just is. I mean, that, that's borderline stupid. That's that goes a little beyond ignorant. Um, so being able to ask for help is a big adjustment and yeah, snore bucket over there. Um, so, so it, it does, it all goes back to being kind and then it, it, it seems like such a simple thing, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Like just be kind, just take, take a minute, you know, how many people, run in front of me and just cut me off and like because they're just in such a hurry and they're just not paying attention uh when we were in line yesterday Sydney was saying that somebody tripped over Garmin and just kept on going <laughs> how do you you know well right and we you know back to kind whether you know you're sighted unsighted disabled regular we had two people yesterday who we had interactions with that we complimented we were yep. complimenting the waitress one was our waitress at 
Cheesecake Factory. Yep. And and we were just, you know, chatting with her and, you know, asking her a little bit about her. And what did mm-hmm. she say to us? She said, you guys are the <laughs> kindest. Nicest people I've had all day. And so yep. that just shows you, you know, that, again, kindness is something we're lacking in this world, you know, for everything. And it just takes an, an even extra meaning when you need a little more help like whether it's like you say elderly or somebody you know struggling with you know carrying too many bags of groceries to right. their car right. or you know or, or taking a you know both being in in line for one parking spot and you know being the gracious person to say you know here like you take it you know unless you've been in line for an hour to get out of the parking lot <laughs> and someone else is being rude all bets are off dude the gloves come on boom oh that was too funny oh that was funny not that that happened yesterday or no anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's all hypothetical it's all hypothetical um you know what I like, I think, is is my favorite thing, is when the little kids wave and, like, smile at them and stuff, you know? Kids are so innocent, and they'll come up and just talk. And the parents are usually ones, no, get over here, get back over here, you know? Don't talk to strangers. And I get that. But it's got to start somewhere, you know? And why why is it the kids are, are more kind than the parents and more just friendly than the parents? I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, okay, folks, here we go. I don't understand is now I comprehend not thusly. That's it. That's how we're doing this. Because apparently I say I don't understand a lot. So we're going to mix it up a little bit. And I comprehend not thusly. And apparently I say I don't understand a lot. Because once I started teasing you, I started paying attention to me. And Funny how that works. Right. <laughs> I started, you know, this week I was looking at just a lot of things from the perspective of not being able to see everything super clearly. And there's a lot of hazards out there. There's a lot of scary... The world is a scary place. <laughs> I'm glad I don't see a lot of it. But it right. is. It is. And, you know, and, and even the people... We were at the Santa Monica Pier last night and the, the people in the little carnival area... As young as they were, you could tell those folks had some good training because they, even the kids, the, the young people working there, like 19, 20 years old, knew that Garmin was a seeing eye dog. And everybody was so gracious there and so kind. I would not have expected that from number one, somewhere that was so incredibly busy. Um, and number two, just somewhere. Like the Santa Monica Pier. I mean, to, that sounds bad, but, you know, that just seems as much pot as those people were smoking. Holy crap. Not the workers. Not no, the not workers. the workers. No, but, man, there was some contact highs going on in there. But, you know, just something like that. To know something, the Santa Monica Pier Carnival has better training than Uber. You know, and that's just sad. That's sad. But it was... It, it made for an amazing time. It made it so much less stressful for me, less anxiety, you know, and I was able to relax and have fun. And that's, that's what it's about. And, and, you know, more companies, they, they really need to work on that. They really do. Because if you want your customers to feel comfortable, you need to make all of your customers feel comfortable, you know, not just the, the bigger portion, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I was actually just, that's funny that you led into that because I was actually just thinking about how companies need to be willing to, you know, make accommodations and to not be afraid to reach out to those people. You know, we hear a lot about inclusiveness these days. Mm -hmm. We hear a lot about different ethnicities or different sexual orientations and making them inclusive and the signage and the, you know, everything I feel like around them. My goodness, we're, we're in the month of, you know, I think right now is the month for, uh, you know, gay pride yes. and for, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, for that group of people, you know, when is, is general disability month? When is blind people's month? Yeah. You know. There is, I honestly don't remember what day it is, but there is National Guide Dog Day. Fantastic. One day, but, you know. And it's for, <laughs> it the, for dog. the dog. Right. Wait a minute. I just got screwed <laughs> again. What the heck, dude? So I, I do think that there is a huge place for for training and, and a huge opportunity for training for um, taking care of people again elderly people right. how to treat them with a little more just a little more right giving right. a little more right people in wheelchairs certainly have you know their struggles people with canes people right. with service you know true service animals right um and i and, okay I, to... and i feel like that the when we get like you said exhausting but the little help that we get you know, here and there, it just, it makes it way easier. It really does. You know, one of the, <laughs> one of the things, the most awkward places to ask for help is the bathroom. I hate public restrooms because they're always different. There's, you got to decide, are there the little paper thingies hanging on the wall? Which side is the toilet paper on? How does the toilet flush? All does it flush by itself or do I have to do it? <laughs> right. And, you know, if you're sitting there and it flushes, you know, don't have a heart attack. It's fine. Um, we were in the bathroom yesterday at the Santa Monica Pier that had foot pedals to... Oh, for the sink. For the sink. They had foot pedals. See, I never would have figured that out. I am a sighted person and I had to have somebody tell me because I thought it was electric. I'm sticking my hands <laughs> under and I'm waiting. I said, did it work? So I moved Tried to, to a the different next one. one. Yes. And luckily there was someone that worked there that says, oh, it's a foot pedal. I never would have, you know, looked for that. So, exactly. Again, exactly. But what am I, what, what do I do when I'm in there by myself? Just be like, um, excuse me, lady. Hey, lady. Hey, hey uh, <laughs> excuse me, the stall next door. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, guys. Shh, shh, shh. No one's here. Shh, shh, shh. You're good. We have great guide dogs. Yes, we do. I mean guard dogs, not Do guide yeah. dogs. Those two. Yeah, those two. Sorry, guys. But yeah, I mean, I'm... You know, maybe I could have Garmin stick his head under the thing again. He's good at that. He's good at that. So your top three things. I, I Before you sign off, I really feel like you should just give a top three things that people who see somebody who is particularly sight-challenged, you know, that has a guide dog or a cane, three things that you would like us to do better or to be more aware of. Oh wow! That, I'm putting you on yeah, the spot. Yeah, you are because that's that that is definitely a hard question. Um, probably the top one is the pointing. Yeah, it's it's over there, or um, go down there to the hall and turn left. You know, actually taking the time to 
I mean, if you're going to say that, fine. But then say, would you like me to show you? You know, something like that. That's that's probably probably the big the biggest one. Um, be kind. Yes, think, just know, be kind. Just... just be kind. I mean, Garmin takes up a lot of room, and you know he tends to sprawl out, and people will have to step over him, and you know just pay attention. You know, places are tight. Some of these restaurants with these tables, he can't get under because of how the legs of the tables are or whatever. And he just needs a little bit of space. So, you know, just kind of pay attention and, and, you know, watch, watch out. And uh, I don't even know. I don't know a third one. I would say for me, the third one would be don't be afraid to engage. Yeah. You know, don't don't be so worried about... That, that you're uncomfortable because for me a lot of times I'm the one that's uncomfortable which I'm... is so weird because <laughs> you're just so friendly and you talk to everybody so what makes a blind person different um you know what that what makes it different is that I connect with people through my eyes and my smile and the blind not with that mask on girl is, <laughs> which I try to avoid as much as I can yes ma'am and, and a blind person isn't able to see that from me and to see that I do want to engage with them. So I need to take the extra step of verbally letting them know that I'm there to help them if they need it or verbally, you know, engaging in a conversation if they want to be involved in that conversation. So, you know, actually I think, I think honestly that is good, but I think maybe tied with that is don't assume. Okay. Don't assume I can't see anything but don't assume that just because I can see something that I'm not blind. Because the levels of blindness and visual impairment, it's so vast and so broad. And there's so many different aspects and different pieces to it that just don't assume, you know. And if you want to ask, that's fine. Um, but that that is definitely a big one. Don't Don't just assume because you're right. What was it you said something about the lady at CVS and you told her I was blind and then I'm holding up my money to my face. And yeah, she's probably like, wait a second. And I've gotten that before. Who asked me that? Oh, the guy at the thing yesterday. He said, uh, when we were going up the lift one, he said, wait a minute, you can see some then because you you noticed my hat. Because he had a big old round fisherman's hat on that I liked. So he he got it. You know, you can see some. And he asked, and and that was perfect. It wasn't inappropriate. It wasn't rude. It wasn't assuming. You know, he he was just making conversation, right? Engaging. There you go. <laughs> it's so funny. He had no problem with it. Right. You know, it's right. it's interesting. Back to training. It would be really interesting to know if they get any specialized training. Because shout out to the Santa Monica Pier. Absolutely. In, in their. Um, not the game area, the carnival the area, carnival whatever ride, the rides area. Yeah, they were, shout out to them. They were they were all fantastic. So yep, maybe they get extra training. And again, if you know anyone, if you own a business, I would say reach out to Lara because she has a a breadth 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 of experience <laughs> and ideas and thoughts, and uh, would be a fantastic trainer to um, educate your employees all right i'm happy to do it thanks for hanging out sally it's been fun talking to you and everybody be kind yes
Take a lesson from Sally and be kind. All right, guys. I am going to head off for tonight or well, today, whatever day it is. You know, when you're on vacation, it all kind of goes together. And last night we were up till after one. So <laughs> we were party animals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, anyways, again, my other blind friends, if you have suggestions or other answers to these questions, please post it on the Navigating Life with Laura and Garmin Facebook page or on our Twitter page at Garmin Navigates. And, uh, you know, I haven't done a, a, self, a shameless plug for my book in a while. You can't even begin to imagine gaining strength while losing my sight. Available on Amazon and on Kindle. And I'm working on book number two, hopefully by the end of the year, but I wouldn't bet the farm on that. So, you know, I'm trying, guys. All right, have a great night, great week, great work day tomorrow, okay? Have a great day. I'll talk to you guys on Friday.